As dawn fell over what used to be Boston, I watched the wheel rise over the eastern horizon. As always, it followed Luna in its path by exactly four hours, in the same way as the spike preceded it by four. I sat down in the high grass next to the road to watch the ascent, to marvel at the sheer size of Earth's two new satellites. Both wheel and spike dwarfed our moon with their sheer size, and both were now clouded in silvery mist. They are unloading. I could feel the AI's voice in my head. She had fed me a lot of similar information over the last week, when the two crafts had finally arrived and settled down in Earth's Lagrangian points. Now I wasn't sure if I wanted to know any more. The wait was over. They finally had arrived. Their arrival had not been a surprise, of course. Nothing ever had been over the last four centuries. Ever since the first Einstein-Hawking Corps had been put online, humanity's course through history had become a lot less chaotic. The global state of shock was first followed by denial, of course, but the unending chain of perfectly precise predictions left little room for doubt. An AI connected to the core could gaze at space-time from the outside. View future, past and present, all of space and time at once. And what it saw was disconcerting. Humanity had 391 years. 391 years until their arrival. 391 years to prepare, to plan. 391 years to try all the different futures, and try we did. We planned for peace, and saw total annihilation. We planned for war and saw the same end, all but slower and more painful. We planned to hide, to burrow deep into Earth's crust or dive to the bottom of its oceans. But each time they would hunt us, find us, destroy us. So we planned to flee, all of us, and we saw our chance. It is almost comical how after ten millennia of uninterrupted violence against our own kind, humanity needed nothing but a common threat from the outside to come together and work as one. Four million ships, one thousand people each. That would be enough. That would hold all of us, all but me. I had volunteered, of course, as many had, for leaving old Earth behind was nothing I thought I would enjoy, and many of my generation agreed. I was selected because of my age, my rare and total ignorance about our exodus, and my superior mental stability. Not everybody is made for staying behind, alone on Earth, for more than a year. Phil, please try to hide underground. You've almost made it. You're almost there. She had explained it to me many times. There were more motherships to come. Wheel and Spike were only the vanguard. I don't think many drones will come up here. They should be much more interested in what Neo Shanghai has to offer them, or the big hole we transformed Australia into. Not much left in the ground there for them to blunder, but still, they'll want to check. The North is as safe as it is unimportant. Please go inside anyway. You are increasing the chances for the Exodus to fail by 11%, she insisted. Yeah, right, 11% more than zero is still... All right, enough for today, you nagging old hag. For some reason, I had never questioned the AI's gender. I had never actually heard her voice, and still I was sure. She knew it, of course, and offered me to call her Susie. I declined, politely, even after she had explained all the mental health benefits a name-based relationship would have for someone as alone as me. Can we meet them tomorrow? The day after would be better. Relax. You did well hiding from air patrols. Don't rush it now just because they started examining the ground. That night I ate a can of chili in the basement of my old home. Again. She had asked me to stop hunting for fresh game once they arrived, which was a pity because there was so much deer running around since everybody else left. 
Nature had recovered so fast after man was gone. The drone found me sitting at the table, spoon in hand, at the same time utterly alone and most intimately connected with the AI at the base of my skull bone. It was gone so fast I wasn't sure if it ever had been here, but she knew without doubt I had been found, sniffed out somehow by this liquid metal eel that moved with whip-like motions, never touching the ground, never making a sound. They took their time. I slept before they came to fetch me. Meeting them in person was almost disappointing. Of course I knew what they would look like. No surprises, nowhere. Not since that first Einstein-Hawking Corps. They did look bigger in person. I knew they would be large, but each of the creatures would make an elephant look short, and they would make him look slow and ugly. With the fluid elegance they moved their liquid metal bodies. The moment I laid eyes on them I felt my mind being eviscerated, stripped of every memory I ever had, and then, almost grudgingly, put back together. The split moment after seemed to last forever, the silence in my mind almost palpable. Where are your brothers? The question boomed, infinitely loud and at the same time completely soundless, encased totally inside my head. They left. Where to, I do not know. Of all the things you could want to know about us, this is one of the only two I cannot answer. Why did they leave you? The question boomed. That, my friend, is the second. I smiled, and so it ends. My weight, my loneliness, my life. Dying both lonely and alone turns out to be more difficult than I expected. But there is one more thing to do, one more thing to know. And maybe I don't have to be alone after all. Susie? This feels right. Susie, why did they allow me to stay? Hold your promise. My mind opens and my smile widens. I'm both the message and the detonator. You lost, dear visitors. I put my head back and marvel at the sky, filled now with spikes and wheels and spheres and disks. Hundreds of planets worth of resources, all on the move no more. Now, Susie, and as the liquid metal blade dissects my dying body, 128 Einstein-Hawking cores in low solar orbit engage their gravitational brakes and fall on spiraling orbits into the upper solar layer, eject their gravitation control rods into Sol's plasma and collapse her fusion core. My vision darkens as I bleed out under their uncaring eyes, and I decide not to cling to life too tightly not to stick around to see Soul go Nova. But then again, I doubt a single one of them will be around to watch it either.